get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Carriker and Smallman here on 101 ESPN. It's 9.02 in the morning. That time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. I'm Michelle Smallman. Randy Carricker is on vacation today. Dan McLaughlin, the voice of the Cardinals on Fox Sports Midwest. And, of course, the host of Scoops with Danny Mack here on 101 ESPN is sitting in for Randy. The Cardinals have a doubleheader today versus the Tigers. So let's head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and welcome in the radio play-by-play play-by-play voice of the Tigers. Dan Dickerson is with us. Good, Dan, thanks so much for taking some time to join us today. Absolutely. Love talking baseball with you guys. Well, Dan, last night the Tigers-Brewers, the Brewers really handed it to the Tigers 19 to nothing. How are they going to be able to turn the page mentally from that one? <laughs> you know, they had a couple of really tough losses in Minnesota. I think those are tougher to come back from uh, than a 19 nothing loss. You just write it off, you move on, and uh, don't worry about it because you got a road. Still, the rotation is pretty Pretty exciting to watch with the young kids that have joined it. So, yeah, I think it's actually easier than the tough losses they, they've had in Minnesota. Hey, Dan, always great to hear your voice. Dan McLaughlin here. Um, the Tigers lost 114 last year, but yet you're still in the conversation during a 60-game season uh, to potentially make a run. You never know. How would you summarize what's happened this year with the Detroit Tigers? Boy, a lot has happened, Dan. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. amazing. I mean, a couple losses to two starters in the rotation were actually important for the development of the Tigers. You know, the strength of their farm system is starting pitching. And those two injuries to Nova and Zimmerman got Scooble and Mize, two of the top prospects in baseball, a chance to make some starts. They've been up and down, but Scooble, you'll see him today. It's electric, dynamite stuff. Mize has struggled a little bit more than Scooble has, but they're both premium prospects. So that, to me, is one of the biggest developments. But the other thing is, everybody was wondering, where would the position players come from in the years ahead, other than by adding free agents? And some kids have stepped up in a big way from the farm system, either a guy that we've had, like Candelario, who's been on fire since the beginning of August. They knew he could hit, but he really hadn't for a year and a half. And Willie Castro has come up and done just a fantastic job, now filling in at short, but Goodrum was there. Goodrum got hurt, created an opportunity. Willie Castro's hitting 360, and it seems like he's hitting, you know, at least two line drives, singles, doubles every day. So those are the things that you're looking for, development of the young players in a year where there is no minor league in a farm system that is now ranked, I think, consensus top five in all of baseball. So there's been a lot going on, but a lot of youth right now, both on the position player side and the pitching side. The bullpen is also very young. Dan, what are the expectations for Zimmerman after he's returning from the injured list with that forearm strain? Uh, Great question. (laughs) I think, you know, he's built up to 60 pitches. As you guys know, those inter-squad games, it's really hard to get to where you want to be just pitching inter-squad games. But he has built it back up. Um, He's going to get probably, what, three or four 
starts? Maybe, but right now, because they are committed to Michael Fulmer making his three-inning starts coming back from Tommy John, and they're committed to Scooble and Mize, the kids, there really isn't a spot in the rotation for him unless unless there's another injury. So expectation would be try to give us some decent innings. Starting pitching has been the problem this year for the Tigers. Beyond Michael Fulmer only going three innings, the other starters are barely averaging not even five innings to start this year. Uh, so he will probably fit in in a long relief role, I would think, after today, because as of the moment, there are no more doubleheaders scheduled. We had the chance here in St. Louis to watch uh, a great right-handed hitter, one of the best ever in Albert Pujols. You have had the chance to watch one of the great right-handed hitters ever in Miguel Cabrera. Where is he at now in his career? Well, you know, the last three years he's been dealing with injuries. He could, uh, he struggled, let's face it. I mean, his OPS has fallen from consistently over 900 to about 750 the last three years. So I really, you know, every year you can get fooled, but truly he did make changes in his offseason. And they told him he had to. You've got you to lose weight. You've got to change your offseason workout to protect your deteriorating right. That right knee is not going to get any better, but you can make it better by building up your strength in it. So he did. He did a lot of things that made you think, okay, maybe he can get back to a level, maybe not where he was, but approaching it this year. And I do the shutting down hurt him maybe as much as anybody because we saw him in spring. Garrett Cole on a day when he was pumping 97. Miguel hit two bombs to center field. I mean, he crushed it. Two home runs against Garrett Cole on a day when he was throwing 97. So I'm thinking, okay, the power is going to return this year. He can hit for average, but now the power might return. And I think the shutdown maybe affected him more than anybody. He just lost the timing of his swing. Joe Bob has talked a lot about it, trying to sink the upper half with the lower half. I do think it's still in there. I don't think we're going to see it this year. He's a guy who's still hitting a lot of line drives. But now you're seeing a guy who can probably hit 300 the rest of the way, but without much power. Dan Dickerson, the Tigers radio play-by-play voice here with us on 101 ESPN. And Dan, the AL Central has been really, really competitive this year. In your opinion, who do you think is going to win the division? Great question, since they're all separated by, what, a half game, or at least they were when I left the ballpark last night. Uh, I've got to go with Chicago, even though this is a team that's been below 500 for a while and has to learn how to win, they've impressed the heck out of me. I just think they've got more in all the areas than the other two teams, Cleveland and Minnesota. They've got more offense. They can bond them. Their starting pitching is good enough. Dylan Cease is a kid who's come along a long way in the last two years. We've seen him twice this year. It's a dynamite right arm. He adds a lot to that rotation. Giolito's been fantastic. They get one more guy to step in and be a be a solid force in that rotation. The rotation's good enough to make a postseason run. And they've got some kids in the bullpen, big arms who are performing. And I just think they've got the, the balance, the depth in all areas uh, to take the division. Obviously, it's going to be close, but I think the White Sox are going to take it. I don't know about you. I'm just happy there's baseball back, so I don't care if they ask me to do games uh, in chin. So uh, I'm happy to do it wherever they tell me to do it, so I get to do it on TV. You do it on radio. You've done it on TV. What, what's it been like for you to call the games wherever they ask you to call the games? Well, I mean, of course, I agreement with you 100%. I was walking out the door today, and I, I was thinking, you know, I do just love what I do. I love calling baseball games. Even in this strange year, I miss the fans. But still, calling a game, as I'm sure you found, Dan, it's still fun. It's still fun to try to figure things out and 
what's going right with this guy? What's going wrong with that guy? What do they have here? All of that to me is just a, a lot of fun. I miss the daily conversations that we used to have every day when you just, you know, happenstance went into a guy and have a nice conversation about whatever the topic might be that day. So calling it off a monitor, I've called all the games on the road off a monitor. I went to Cleveland for one series, but that's probably the only one I'll, I'll go to on the road. I don't like it. I've gotten used to it. Those who have listened, uh, who've given me feedback, say it sounds the same. Sounds like you're at the game. Well, that's good. Uh, it's just, ah, I miss it. I want to feel the game. I want to throw open that window and feel the ballpark and feel the, even in an empty stadium, I want to be there. So I've gotten used to it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. I hope it's only this year. And uh, But the, the joy of calling a game is still there, I'll tell you that. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, how's Kirk Gibson doing? He's great. He he is just one of the best. I, I just love the guy. He's he came in the booth the other day. We were just talking. He's always fired up. He's always got something on his mind. He just sees the game at a different level than any of us do. He just thinks the game. I, I love his brain and how it how it works and his health. I, you know, he's not going to let Parkinson's beat him. He's gonna, his determination is to beat Parkinson's, and he looks great, sounds great, and uh, it's just whenever he's around the ballpark, you know you're going to have a good conversation about baseball with him. That's awesome news. Thanks, Dan. You bet. Thanks so much for the time, Dan. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. That's Dan Dickerson, the Tigers radio play-by-play voice. And the Cardinals and Tigers have a doubleheader today. Dan McLaughlin will be on the call for Fox Sports Midwest. And the first game starts at 1.15. We will head right back to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line coming up next and talk a little hockey with Scott Burnside of The Athletic. So he's next. So keep it here on 101 ESPN.